Kazoo Hickman, a woman who's glad that bitch got that cheap rug when she died. Um, hello, welcome to Hyperlocal Celebrity, a podcast by me, Sal Hickman. Um, let me do my classic readjusting the mic 15 seconds after beginning, because this is this is what I do on this podcast. I set myself up, I do two takes of a kazoo, one take of like a little frog machine, like a little frog noise um and then um i don't don't adjust the mic properly for when i'm speaking so here we are here we are um welcome welcome um so um oh last week i did a photo shoot um as as discussed i'm trying to figure out what this what the thing that i um that I that I did this week. Hi, welcome. Um, so I did a photo shoot last week, and I forgot to take like quote unquote nice photos. You know, like the ones that all the other basic white woman harpists have. You know, where it's like through the strings. It's like the one like it's just like a blank background, uh, and it's just her like stood next to the harp and like some tool being like smiling awkwardly, like like the normal ones, you know? I forget I forget when I have a photographer around or when I when I do things that I should like look like a like a like a relatively friendly normal woman. Instead I'm just like look at my butt. <laughs> look at it, look at my butt. Or I'm truly like climbing on top of my piano. Oh there's new there's new art, by the way. You're welcome. Um yeah, my butt did not fit on top of the piano. If you look at your phone right now, the cover art is me on top of my piano. Um, how how did I get there? I had to climb onto a stool and then climb on top of the piano. And then I had to put my shoes on. Um, meanwhile, the wonderful photographer, Rian Dixon, was just like, <laughs> she just like fully helped, kind of helped. But <laughs> like, she was like, <laughs> like mainly just looking on in concern, like at, at me just trying to scale my my upright piano in, a, in like a full gown. <laughs> yeah, it was great. It was great. Anyway, we didn't take any like, normal photos and you will see the the depth of photos we took um there are just none of me like like i don't know um just like like friendly and approachable it's truly like me on my staircase holding a glittery pine cone looking forlorn like it's it's wild it's truly like me being the queen of all harps um yeah it's this but hey 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 I like it and that's all that matters. That's all that matters. It's just me having fun and uh, taking photos that I like. Anyway, um, so I put up a shelf this week. I failed miserably at it. So it was in the guest bedroom. So we did the photo shoot and I was like, okay, I need to put the bedroom into like a bedroom formation because my parents are staying with me for Christmas. Um, more on that after they stay with me for Christmas, I guess. Uh, anyway, so I was like, I'm going to put up the shelf that um, my dead husband left when um, he moved out. And I, I took it out 
out from the living room because it was just a weird floating shelf in the living room. You know, when you, you're like, what do I need in this space? The living room. Oh, I need a floating shelf that is just like, uh, just just ugly and it's like a wood veneer it's not very nice it's a classic like ikea situation where it would look nice in someone's home that is not me um anyway i was like i'm just gonna put up the shelf because you know i could probably paint the shelf again i am 100 percent on board with painting anything and everything so i was like drilling holes in the wall i like the plaster because it's an old house the plaster was all like old and crumbly so i kind of like drilled into the masonry i i put in the plugs i put i screwed in the bracket that the shelf attaches to the minute I do that, I realize that it is upside down and I have put it in the wrong way around. And so I try and get it out. And because the like the masonry is so old, the plug just like starts rotating in the socket while I'm like trying to unscrew it. So I'm kind of like, okay, I can just like get like one plug to come out. I can just like leave the one in the middle, take all of the other like six other like screw like plugs that I've put in, screws that I've put into the wall. I just flip it upside down and I guess like re-screw it up, up, upright, I guess. I don't know. Anyway, it, it fails so miserably. And then I'm just like, you know what? I'm just going to screw it back. It's upside down. And then I'm just going to screw in because the screws are on the bottom of the shelf anyway. So it'll be okay. I put the shelf in. It is sloping downwards towards me. I, <laughs> I'm i like putting a spirit level on it as if it's going to help. I'm truly like, mm, maybe this will fix all of my problems. It doesn't. I get so mad that I just like put my head, put like slight bit of, I fully just like slapped it and it just came right off the wall. And I was like, well, never mind. We tried, we tried. Uh, it was a nightmare. Anyway, I then um, put some more polyfiller in it and sanded it, waited for it, to, waited it like a day for it to dry and then sanded it and painted over it. And now you can't really tell that I made a terrible, terrible mistake. Um, Oh my goodness. Oh, this week I watched Julia and Julia. Julie and Julia. Um, and Amy Adams is meant to be 30. Um, and it's kind of upsetting because um, I don't know if you know this, but the whole premise of the thing is she works for an insurance uh, an insurance firm, um, something, something, 9-11. I wasn't 100% paying attention. Um, and she decides to write a blog about working through Julia Child's um, cookbook. Um, from start to finish and she sets herself a, a year to do it and she turns 30 in the middle of the year or whatever um, and truly 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 I know a lot of 30 year olds and um, she's not a fun one I, I can t I can tell you that she's not young at heart she's um, oh she's having a time naturally I did um, cry at the end of it because <laughs> they all just got what they wanted they all just got what they wanted and that was nice um, oh I took my heart to be harp service this is so so unorganized there's like three good stories this episode um, but I'm really just working through it's been like a long week where I can't quite remember how it began but I remember how it finished so that was Monday that was all of Monday Tuesday, I booked my harp in to get harps serviced at the harp studio, um, which is a, the one in Newport. Um, and I was like, uh, like, so it was, it was in the morning and I took it in. I drove, drove to Newport in the pouring rain. It was horrible. Like left my harp there all day, came back at like four. Um, and the harp technician was literally like, okay, you have like 
so many buzzes in in your harp in the mechanism and they're like interconnected there's like 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 one of the one of the the d's in like the middle is connected to like a d at the base and i'm like those are called harmonics if you're on a budget <laughs> which was fabulous an idea <laughs> maybe i will use that later on there are um a couple of buzzes in my harp there's one like on like the third a or whatever like the high a up there um and then there's like two right next door to each other which is like the c and the d c middle c and like the d above that is um they're both buzz friends buzz friends um yeah it was it was it was wild anyway they put um the my new brass strings on and i thought it was gonna be like an absolute fucking mess because i was like oh god new strings and i have a lot of stuff to do this week it's gonna be a nightmare trying to get it all to you know cooperate um and then turned out to be fine turned out to be nothing but she was like demonstrating like oh like brass strings lose 10 percent of their sound each year so you should replace them you know after three two or three years and i was like ah what a great idea and then she like demonstrated on on one of the harps she was like this has got new strings on it and she was like dun 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 and then she was and she was like yeah and then play play your strings yeah it's it's like quieter and i was like yeah but that one's got an extended soundboard. It was probably a nicer harp. <laughs> she was like, it's a semi-grand. I mean, it's the same size. <laughs> so it's like, we'll just put it. I brought my strings. I put it on. Oh, apparently. Okay, so I, I brought all of my strings because I was like, I don't. Firstly, I don't want to pay for new strings if I have a full set of strings that needs using. It's kind of like having milk in the fridge that you're like, we got to use this up. Um, and so I was like... I was like, okay, I'm going to give you all of my strings to like, if, if one of them breaks or you need to replace one, use that. And, and then I don't have to like, I'm on a budget here. I'm on a budget here. I'm trying my best. Um, and I handed her my like books, my string books, which apparently is something that no one else is doing. And I'm deeply worried that none of you are doing it. Guys, girls, everyone else get your lives together string books come on you get you get like a, a day planner that's like zipped zipped up day planner you get some a5 poly pockets you print off like each you you take you take you take your word document okay you go into Sibelius, you screenshot every single note on your harp from the bottomest bottom to the topest top you put what octave it is you put what um what note it is and then you print them out and then this to be honest this is a lot of work but it, honestly it's worth it and then you put them all in order in the little pockets and the little sleeves in the little sleeves and then you put the string that's relevant to the to the to the label that it has in there and they're all in order from lowest to highest and you have one book that's low and one book that's high that's just how it works with the number of strings um, it's it's just a lot. It takes up a lot of space. And then your brass ones can be left out as well as your like really big ones. And then you have all of the ones that break frequently in order. And you have like gaps where you need to know you need to refill the, the thing. It's just an easier way of doing it, you guys. Come on. Come on, you guys. Anyway, anyway. So the Harp Studio is uh, run by this lovely lady, lady called Bethan. Didn't, didn't learn her that last name because I am what? Inconsiderate. Um, anyway, so, so I, um, she's like, oh, let me just like take this out to the car. Like with my, like I pack up my harp and everything. And she's like, Let's, I'll just take it out to the car. <laughs> I'm like fully just stood there. Like I'm, I'm right here. I could just, <laughs> and she's like going around. Like she just like whacks it against the front desk. I'm like, what? <laughs> 
<laughs> it's like they bounce. I'm like, oh boy, <laughs> no. I'm fully having like a full panic attack as this harpist is taking my car, my harp out to the car. Like, like she doesn't do that for a living. I'm truly just like, like darting around like, oh no. <laughs> She's like getting it off the curb and she like, she like f- sees a puddle and then like, avoids the puddle very gracefully and then like it's right outside my my car and I like lift the boot to get it in and then I step in this giant puddle like truly just like ankle deep I'm like oh that was the puddle that I could not see because again it is just dark it's just nighttime now anyway um I had a full like panic attack doing this <laughs> oh, it was great and then I wept in my car on the way back um, because I made the mistake of listening to the Heather's soundtrack again. Hi. I really walked myself into that. I was truly just like weeping. I was like, they really fixed the show. I have no hope left in my life. Ugh, it was so sad. Anyway, I've been doing a lot of crying lately because winter makes me fully wild. I'm just a wild animal. I just spend half of my days just like, like just weeping. And then, and then it's entirely like, you know, in the Grinch where, um, He's just like, I'm leaking. What's what's happening? That's that's essentially what it is. I'm just like, uh, 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 the night is closing in. And <laughs> uh, other other than the 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 surprise crying, I've been doing really well. Like <laughs> I've never been happier. I'm actually getting getting a lot of sleep. I'm doing very well. I'm getting some exercise in. I'm trying to get my steps in when it's not raining. I'm, you know, I'm having fun. I'm making good choices. <laughs> apart from apart from the 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 wild like winter cries, I've been doing great. Like, ugh. Yeah, anyway. Um Oh, wow. Yeah. So, um, so that's been nice. Um, anyway, so, so after that, I like repainted the skirting board in my guest bedroom this week, which was an adventure unto itself. And then I was truly like, it had all dried. I took all the tape off and, um, oh, I used to be in Q-tape because I was like, this is cheaper than the Wilco paint, um, than the Wilco tape. And it's like better quality. And I feel like you don't, you don't want that because it truly took off half of the paint with it. I had to like lie under my bed and run with a teeny tiny brush and repaint where the tape had all taken off and I left it for three days. I did it on Monday and then re like redid it, redid it. Um, I took it, took it off on like Wednesday. So it had like two days to dry. Anyway, nightmare. That was a full nightmare for me. Anyway, anyway. So I was fully like sat in my, in my guest bedroom, just like on the bed, like, wait, is this a nicer room than my room now? Like, should, should I move in to my guest bedroom? Because it's kind of like, like, it's like the idealized version of like a bedroom. There's truly just like a bed and a rug and a side table and a couple of lamps and a gown and a big throne and a couple of baskets with nothing in them. Some spare bedding, end of list, like s- some pot plants, end of list. That's all that's in that room. It's like the idealized version of what a bedroom is. There's like none of my fucking crap in there. There's none of it. It's like clean. There's no emotional baggage with it. Like, 
I'm thinking of just moving in there because it seems, you know, you know, like in Wally, where they're like the humans in Wally are like, we've destroyed this planet, we have to leave. It's kind of like that, but with my guest bedroom, I'm like, I can't, I can't, I can't stay here. I'm sorry, <laughs> it's just bad. I threw up on the floor the other day. <laughs> Gotta leave. I can't clean this up. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, but I was thinking, like, truly, I was like, when. When my dead husband moved out, I was truly like, oh, I should just knock through this wall and then just have one giant bedroom. And I was like, no, don't don't do that. Firstly, don't do that. That's a terrible idea. And secondly, like the the like the value of the house would significantly go down if you took down a wall and just made it a one bedroom. It's like it's like a giant house with one bedroom. <laughs> but then I was like, oh, you know what? Estate agents are garbage people. Someone would probably, they probably like market it as like an open plan three bedroom. They'd be like, you can get three beds in here. It's communal. It's like family living, you know? It's sure it's one bedroom, but it's open plan, you know? Anyway, anyway, anyway. Um, yeah, it's it's truly just, I've, I've had a wonderful time. Um... <laughs> This is unrelated. Of course it is. It's this podcast. But um, fitness boys never know how to run properly. And that's my favorite thing. There was like an ad that came up on my thing for something. It was like a watch or something. It was like, oh, run like a person. Um, And it was truly this like, this like muscle queen who truly did not know how to run properly. Like... Like it was like Like the watch was like Go run Three two one And then the guy did like a run And it was embarrassing Like it was just It was not like Hun You're not getting anywhere fast You might as well walk Like It was all on the toes It was just like You'll never get through And this is coming from A seasoned runner Who no longer runs Because she doesn't have to Outrun her childhood anymore It's fine My mother apologized Um it was just that was a delight that was just a delight um my christmas party went off without a hitch although i did forget to invite people so next year i'm making like a list and i'm checking in twice and i'm gonna find out who's naughty and nice um which i think will be really useful just having a list because then then when um fame ultimately changes me in 2020 and i skyrocket to the career success that we all know I deserve. Um, I'll have a, I'll, I'll know who my real friends are because I will have a list. <laughs> I'll just be like, oh yeah, that person. Nope, they're on the list. It's okay. <laughs> Ugh, it's funny because I'm never going to speak to any of you ever again. <laughs> I'm going to move to London and live in a four bed house that's four, 15 million pounds and I'll never speak to anyone who isn't someone I pay ever again. <laughs> All podcasts are over Not just this one But all of the podcasts Anyway um, Ugh Wow These are just so So random Oh look We got the We got the story of the week After this Okay last two things Before we get to Story of the week Story of the week Um my favorite type of mis- internet mistake is when um, the Twitter account I loves the diff uh, says something stupid, and they do it so many times. <laughs> they do it so many times. They did like they did one that was like weirdly positive for Guilford Crescent getting demolished. They were truly just like they I I can't fully remember it, but they were truly just like oh oh look at the out with the old in with the new. Like this was before people were like, what the hell is going on here? Um. <laughs> people just dragged it um yeah also like the the creative cardiff um 
asking people to work for free. You, you remember this, where Creative Cardiff is doing like a program where they're like forming essentially a, a committee to do things like like once once every two months or something, um, just full of arts people and like it's like a like a half day thing that they're doing, um, and they want people on like this this like development panel and they weren't gonna pay anyone even though they were like if you're from a diverse background please get in touch and it's just like fuck you okay no we're not doing that but thank you. Anyway, and then I Love Sludif was like, think of it as giving something back, you know? <laughs> and everyone dragged them. It was great. Oh, it was fantastic. I loved it. For once, I did something good. I wasn't at fault, which is nice. Ugh, wow. Oh, my last point. My last point before moving on to our monster of the week. Um, my bills are now all under £100 um, and come out like throughout the month, which I think is... Um, more cohesive to my lifestyle um and I wish I, I wish it was like I wish it was always like that to be honest so um for years because I lived with other people who had real jobs and you well I don't know if you know this but when you have like a full-time job that like you only get paid once a month which seems like a scam but it's like kind of it's quote unquote a lot you know it's kind of, you know a lot um it's it's fixed it's essentially what it is it's a fixed income um anyway anyway so because you only get paid like once a month you like put the money in for bills and then you just have a have the rest of the money to budget or whatever it is that people do i honestly the idea of being paid once a month for like all of the work seems seems wild it seems truly like it, it's just such a foreign concept to me that you wouldn't be paid per thing anyway um or like rolling you know like weekly or something i don't know i don't know how do how do people live <laughs> how do people live with these jobs and this full-time employment by phone it was nice knowing you anyway anyway um so since my dead husband died um i like am in charge of the bills um, and so they're, they come out like throughout the, the month instead of like me having to put, cause like for years I was like, I have to get 500 pounds and I have to put it into the joint account by the end of the month or I will die and I won't be able to live in the house anymore and they'll kick me out and even though it's my house and it was just like very stressful for a very long time just like trying to put all of the get all of the money and put it into an account for like one big transaction opposed to like a couple small ones like now it's just like six small ones six how many bills are there i don't know i'm an adult can you tell okay there's wi-fi <laughs> the most important bill wi-fi uh oh my gas bill um i got a gas bill for like 70 pounds because <laughs> bulb energy would like you've used 70 pounds we estimated it and i was like i don't think that's correct i resubmitted a meter reading and they truly were just like yeah, we have um, fixed it. Uh, turns out you used to 60 pounds. So <laughs> I made a terrible mistake. <gasps> Never mind. Um, we live and we learn. I, um, yeah, I need to stop just like, I don't know, taking, well, no. Okay, the reason I got a 60 pound bill for, uh, no, November, October, what month are we in? November. is because I kept having 40 minute freedom showers every other morning. A freedom shower is when all of the, um, 
strain and social uh, difficulties of your personal situation have been alleviated and you um, are free. Um, I'm also in my freedom phase, which is why my living room is dark green and um, I bought a throne. So, you know, like, like some of the some of the aspects of my freedom phase are going really well. Like, um, you know, like, um, like buying a throne, an excellent investment, painting my living room dark green, a wonderful decision. The 40 minute showers every other day, bad. That was a, no, we should not do that again. Anyway, anyway, um, all I'm saying is um, having my bills split up instead of coming out of a joint account and I having to put a big chunk of money in at one time just is more cohesive to my lifestyle. I'm just saying I have a lifestyle now and um, <laughs> it involves taking slightly shorter showers. So uh, <laughs> trying my best. I told you if there isn't a, if there isn't a clock in there, I don't know what's happening anymore. And I keep ignoring the timer on the side of the wall. I just like keep twisting it and turning it. And then it's 45 minutes later and I'm like, freedom, you know, Ugh, uh, my life is going really great by the way just like I need you all to know that I've actually never been happier and <laughs> I'm actually doing pretty all right um yeah anyway um Friday uh let me um get my phone because I dropped it on the floor out of excitement Ugh. Oof. okay oh here we are here we are. Is this louder if I come closer? Yeah, anyway. <sighs> My goodness. Okay, Friday. I did um I did a music in hospitals gig that was um that went awry, essentially. This is this is the beginning. Okay. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. So picture me. Booked to play at a at a hospital in Pontypridd. Ta-da, there you go, you know? There it is. I I get the contract, I sign it, I send it back. Um, I've got two that day, so they, they booked me to play at the Heath um, like a couple, like like a month ago. And then they were like, oh, we can squeeze this one in the morning. And I was like, yeah, good idea. I love, I love doing things. I love doing them like two in one day because then I'm, I'm like making a day of it, you know? I start off early, by early I mean 10 p.m., 10 a.m. And I'm just like, oh, <laughs> the morning sun feels so wonderful against my skin, you know? Um, <laughs> and so I like... I have the address, I have the address. Um, I like get everything in the car. I drive up to Pontypridd. I find this, um, the, the thing listed. I find the hospital listed. I'm like, oh, here we go. It's like a little rural hospital, it's small. I unpack, I get my harp out. I go to the main entrance, door doesn't open. I'm like, it's like an automatic door and the green light is on and I'm like waving at the light. And it, and it does not come on. Uh, <laughs> like, it, it comes on and it's doing, like, the I want to open but I'm locked kind of, like, noise. And I'm there fully with my harp out of the car, like, and I had to go up a steep slope. And so I, like, I'm like, huh, maybe, maybe, uh, maybe I just need to, you know, give someone a ring inside. And, and they'll be like, oh, here you are. But bearing in mind, I am 20 minutes early to this thing. Okay, that's, like, the caveat here. So if, if it wasn't open then... Of like who knows who knows and I definitely am at the right place because there was a big sign saying the name of the name of the um the the place I was supposed to be playing which was like um which was which was uh 
I'm going to butcher this name, but it was like Ambethan or something along that lines. I could not say it correctly at all to any of the people I asked about it. Anyway, um, so I'm coming back down because there's like another entrance and I'm like, ah, maybe it's this entrance. A woman comes up in, in a car, like she's like being driven up in a car. She gets out, like she's obviously like coming to talk specifically to me, the woman alone in this private drive with like a harp, like, uh, you know, it's not like, oh, she was just in the neighborhood, you know? Um, and, and she's like, where, where are you, where are you meant to be? And I'm like, oh, I meant to be here again. I don't know how to say this name, this, this Welsh name that I like, there's no, I just, there's no real way. I guess I can get like Google to say it to me. But there's no real way of me knowing how to pronounce things um, with the limited language training that I have, which is extensive in most other languages and poor in Welsh um, and English. Um, so she's like, oh, no, no, no. They moved this ward to the Royal Infirmary. The, no, the, the Royal Glamorgan Hospital. She's like, oh, yeah, it's like it's like 50 minutes away. Like, yeah, they just, they moved the ward. This ward isn't here anymore. And I'm like, oh, okay, I'll, uh, yeah, I can just, so I bring up Google Maps and it's like, it's a 20 minute drive away. I am again, 20 minutes early. So I'll get there on time. I'm like, this'll be perfect. Everything's going my way. A zippity-doo-dah, you know? Um, so I get my harp and everything back in the car. I put on the sat-nav. I drive all the way to Royal Glamorgan. There is a big car accident in the middle of, like, me getting there. So that's, like, a slightly eventful thing. But it still, like, takes me, like, 20 minutes. Um, I get there. I unpack. Like, she... So this woman is like, oh, the ward is, like, at the back of the hospital. So don't park at the front. Park at the back. And I'm like, smart. Got it. Got it. Okay. You know, imagine me saying that to someone (laughs) at 11 a.m. in the morning. Just like, got it. Thanks. Um... So I'm like, oh, I'm going to park at the furthest away car park because that's obviously where it is. So I park, I unload, I um, try and find this thing. I go to the, like, the main reception uh, because, like, apparently... I can't do anything correctly. Like, I'm truly like, oh, they'll probably, it'll be like, I just passed it and I need to, you know, come back, come back around. Um, <laughs> the the nurse on reception looks at me and goes, oh, it's the other end of, of campus. Like, you have to go, like, go, go down to the main corridor and then go straight all the way down to the end of the building and then outside the front of the hospital like go all the way outside that exit and then take a left and um there's a roundabout no no, if you're gonna go outside like it's truly like three different instructions and like there's one instruction where they're like okay if you're gonna go out like the outside of the building you go all the way around the outside of the building there's a roundabout something something the roundabout follow the roundabout and i'm like Okay, and then she's also like, go all the way outside the building. So essentially, it's outside of the hospital. Like, there's no internal entrance. Is what we're getting from this, from like three three different people's um, instructions on how to get to this, to this um, ward. Okay, so I walk down to the corridor. I take a right at the corridor, like they told me. I walk down until I get to a locked door, and I'm like this isn't the main corridor, is it? And the nurse looks at me and goes, no, it's the next one. And I was like, I thought as much. (laughs) So I go back to the middle, go all the way down to the main corridor, which is clearly a main corridor because all South Wales hospitals look identical. Like there is always just one big corridor that always looks the same. I 
walk all the way down this corridor. This is a truly like, I don't know, like 800 meters or something. It's, it's a very long, like, it's a long walk. I spend a lot of time just, just clicking my little way down. Anyway, I come out. I take a right because I'm like, the roundabout is up on the right. That's It's probably like between me and the roundabout, you know, logical, logical, uh, you know? Anyway, so... I do that. I'm like the roundabout. Here we here we are. I didn't pass anything that looks remotely like where I'm going. So maybe it's like over the roundabout. There's like a big sign that says like Umbethan, like the Macmillan Cancer Day Center on it. There's like a big sign, and I'm like, oh, it's it's obviously like that way. So I so I go over the roundabout. I cross this bridge, um, and then I'm suddenly in a retail park. Like I'm I'm suddenly in like a business park. There's like offices for things, and I'm like, this this doesn't seem correct. So I go back over the roundabout, and I go back the way I came. Go back into the main corridor, <laughs> ask someone for help, and this woman is like, yeah, it's literally left, and then you go left again, and I'm like. Oh, past the roadworks. I have to go in the road, past this roadworks, and then it's on the left. And she goes like, yes. And so I go back and I do the instructions. I take take a left. I, I walk like 50 meters down. On the left, there is this huge sign <laughs> that just says like, Umbethan. It's like its own giant building. I walk in. I like find reception. So they look at me and go, who are you playing for? And I'm like, uh, you you guys here, here is where I'm, and they're like, we don't have inpatients on Friday. They're, they're, it's Tuesdays and Thursdays that we have day patients. And I go, oh no. And so I'm like, they're like, who who's the contact for this? And I'm like, it's it's this woman and and they're they like all of the nurses in <laughs> in this reception look at each other and go. She has not worked here for three years. What is the what is the number that you have? The number that I have, I rung when I was back at Pontypris, whatever it was, um, was head of palliative care. It wasn't even like related to the ward. It was just a person like it was just head of palliative care of like whole of South Wales. <laughs> I'm like, oh no! And like truly, there is no signal in this in this hospital ward. So I like use their landline to phone music and hospitals to try and like get to the bottom of this, figure this out. Meanwhile, I've spent a full hour and a half trying to find this ward. Um, I like call them and uh, no one's there. So I leave them like a very confused message. Like what, what do I, cause this is like never happened before because usually it's like bam, 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 straightforward. Like they're so good at their jobs and they're such a delight to work for that it's just like, easy peasy that you you always have like the right instructions for things it's it's great anyway this is like the first time anything like this has ever happened to me in my entire life so I was just like what's what what do, what do I where where do I do and in this rare situation I don't think I'm to blame here anyway so I leave them like a voicemail um <laughs> just being like um whoa what's happening um and then I get back in the car this is like Oh, like 12.30 at this point. Like 12.30 going on one. And I'm like, well, I guess I have to go to the thing at two. So I drive all the way back to the Heath Hospital and and I go and do the one at 2 p.m., um, which was really easy. Um, it was surprisingly easy to find my way around, even though it's a much bigger hospital. 
Um, I just think it's better labelled. I just think it's better labelled. Anyway, I do this. I do this ward in the Heath Hospital. I, I get out into the main corridor and it's like... <laughs> I'm trying to find my way out and I follow like the signs and then I come to this elevator and I'm truly like... I, this is not my elevator. This is, this is not where I came in. Um, anyway, so I, like, when, like, two, two women came out of the elevator as it was doing it, and they were just like, how do we get out of here? And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> we just, like, are looking at each other so confused, and they ask for directions, and I'm like, I'm gonna follow you guys, because I'm lost. <laughs> Just, like, with my giant harp. Anyway, I, like, we find the exit eventually, and I'm, like, truly going towards the exit. This woman looks at me and does a double take and does... And is like... She's like, is that a harp? And I'm like, no, it's important medical equipment. I'm a doctor now. <laughs> it was great. I had a lot of fun. Um... Anyway, anyway, so I, I do all of that. I that's the, That's the end of it. I get in my car. I drive home. I get home. Unload everything. And then I get an email from um, Music and Hospitals being like, hey, apparently you didn't show up at, at this place. Are you okay? <laughs> and I was like, truly like relaying the whole story over email. Like, and like fundamentally, fundamentally, I think what happened was, okay, this is my conspiracy theory as to what happened with like this situation that made this, such a such a a weird mess and it's obviously like like an administrative like like somebody like okay okay this is my theory this is my theory so so this is my theory okay are you ready are you ready are you ready okay my theory Mm -hmm. okay so i think the woman who used to organize the unbuffin ward did the other ward as well that was probably like still at the thing because as I was coming out of the one in Royal Glamorgan, the 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 woman who helped me at the desk was like, unless they mean this one that's in um, that's that's still there. Like, do they mean do they mean this one? Because that's every day, and I'm like. <sighs> No, <laughs> it's what? No, it it can't it can't be. Anyway, I truly, truly, this is my this is my theory. Okay, okay, so 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 so. Okay, okay, okay. They the the woman who used to organize the cos the um concerts, la like like the the woman whose name is on the thing, obviously did both of them. Um, for like the 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 day center and the other day center, um, and didn't um, like didn't update it when they separated the the two wards, and um, didn't they didn't update like the contact information or something when they just moved it, and so I don't know who this woman was who came to talk to me, um, no idea. But this is my, this is the, this is the, the goopty gag of this whole situation is like, who was this woman who came to be like, oh, they moved that ward. Like who was, cause she was obviously looking for me. Ooh, something just fell off the side in my kitchen. <gasps> Spooky. I hope it's a ghost. Ooh. probably the ironing
Anyway, anyway, anyway. I'm now like spooky. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Anyway, um, where was I? Oh, yeah, this this woman. Okay, like she had a key to the the ward that if it wasn't the one that was on the thing was the other ward that that I was meant to be at. So she had access to that. And she obviously had some form of, like, in-chargeness about it. But, like, yeah, I'm, like, she, she, like, came up to me, was looking specifically for me, and was like, where are you going? And I was like, here. And she was like, they've moved this. The same thing happened to another musician a couple of weeks ago. And I was like, ah, well, there we go. Well, there we have it. And I have enough time to get to the other ward. Um, so I think they just, like, it was obviously like I like there was there was no real way of me like solving this. Okay, in my mind, in my mind, th- it was just the wrong name at the top of the thing, at the top of the contract that was like like for the wrong side of the building because there was a second exit that I didn't go up. And now looking back, should have tried the other entrance. Um, should have tried the other entrance, even though it was a very different name. Like no, not. Not a not a not a name. Whereas like the the one that I was at had all of the signage. The door just was locked. Ugh, never. Honestly, it, it it was like truly just like none of the I had none of the tools to fix the problem and all of the none of the information to to solve the problem. Um, so essentially, when I got to the first location, I was like right at the door, and then like it was like a second door being like buzz the buzzer to be let in. And I was like, oh, I I can't because there's no external like doorbell. <laughs> there's nothing. There's there's I. <laughs> and then I didn't have the phone number for anyone. Ah, oh, nightmare, absolute nightmare. And then I went back to the check the other exit, and that's when that woman came up, the mystery woman. Anyway, um, I went just. Just wild, just just a wild time. It was, yeah, it was, um, it was wild. Oh my God. Like the mysteries is like, who is this woman? Because like, she obviously like knew I was there probably from like security footage or something, <laughs> like just me wandering around or something. And then like, didn't know that they had booked me to do something like I don't know I don't the mystery the mystery here you guys the mystery Ugh. ugh. anyway that was um that was my Friday Saturday I um was booked to play like a, a Christmas thing um which turned out to be a Christmas party which turned out to be me doing my one woman show which was an absolute goddamn delight like truly it was just like Christmas one woman show um it was just a, a goddamn delight um i got to i got to do oh holy night um i really realized how vocally unfit i am at the moment i'm just sort of like trying my best and failing which is you know what it is but hey never mind um yeah it was it was a blast i had an absolute goddamn blast um yeah what what a what a world anyway um, my final thoughts as we close out this week's episode. You're welcome. Um, imagine having to do your whole life, but then having to do it while living in London. Like, 
I don't know. I, like I was thinking about my one woman show recently because I had a lot of questions about it from people, from people that I met. Um, and like, just like, I would spend so much money just trying to get places. Like it's huge. It's gigantic. And like driving there is a goddamn nightmare. And then finding parking there is a goddamn nightmare. So it's just like, I would spend all of my money on that. And then I would have to like, buy food I mean I would be very thin and very fit from having to like drag my harp on the underground but for the most part god it'd be awful ugh it'd be awful ugh ugh anyway if you live in London and you listen to this podcast I need you to know that my life is significantly healthier than yours I guess um (laughs) I own my home so I am my home. I'm a bitch. <laughs> um, I'm within walking distance of many of my friends. Um, I'm, my commute is a 20 minute walk most days. Um, I have a home office. Um, all of my bills are under 100. I, there, there you go. Except for my council tax, which is 125, which is a lot. Actually, no, I think it's like 70. I don't know. I don't know how... Council tax is very confusing because it comes out as nine installments, despite the fact that it's, like, 12 12 months in a year, you know? Anyway, my final thing. I gotta do plugs. I gotta do plugs. So, if you are about next Friday, which is the 20th of... What is this Friday? The 20th of December. Myself, me, you know, um, I will be doing a 30-minute set in Gentilisa, which is the one in Duke Street Arcade. You know the one that's like the, uh, the, the vegan place? You know where Aubergine used to be, but it's like around the corner, you know? It's like near the castle, Duke Street. Duke Street. It's the one that used to have that really good cheap shoe shop on the corner. You know, next to Burger King, the Burger King with the with the fancy with the fancy dining room. You know, the one with the medieval dining room on top of it that you're not allowed to use. Anyway, I'm doing a 30 set, 30 minute set there. I like I want to say like 6:37, maybe 7:30. I can't I'm not a hundred percent of like when it is. But it's like in the evening. Um, it's it's with floral steel band. Oh yes, yes. Did I get that right? Maybe. I think I might have gotten that right. Um, it is the wonderful partner of previous podcast guest Jazz Liddell. Um, and I am, and I am playing a little Christmassy set there, which should be fun. I have written a song specifically for it. Ugh. It's going to be great. I'm excited. I might buy some sequins to wear or something. I don't know. I'm. It's a little harp gig. So yeah. And it's um. It's it's five pounds on the door. Or it's also pay as you feel. So it could be free if you're cheap. Um, or you don't really want to pay five pounds. Anyway. Um, so if you're free, please come to that. Um, it'd be it'd be a, a, a delight. A blast. A delight. Um... Yeah, you'll really enjoy yourself, I'm sure. Anyway, this um, this, this has been an, an episode of Hyperlocal Celebrity with me, Sam Hickman. Uh, 
uh, uh, hyperlocal celebrity is produced by me, Sam Hickman, in my office, Sam Hickman, here in beautiful sunny Cardiff, Wales. Uh, to find out more and, uh, you know, live your truth, follow me on social media, Sam Hickman Music, uh, or don't. I don't know how you found this, but uh, if you if you found it, um, I don't know, just by itself, maybe... Um, wonder what you're really looking for and try and find that instead. Goodbye.